so basically like when you're like a junior lawyer in a firm and you're you're mm-hmm. like suing some evil like fat cat company mm-hmm. who's doing a bunch of bullshit antitrust practices like you you like wading through documents like troves and troves of documents just like they're all labeled garbage but your job is to make sure that they're garbage mm. John, that's, that's what she's doing. That's basically what we do with the Garfields. Hey, oh. Okay, I think so All right, so I think we got it. I think we got it. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Oh, the tagline changed. It doesn't matter. You know, you know what? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Should we do it live? We'll do A, we'll do it live. B, Melissa, keep all this in. A, we'll do it live. C, today's tagline. The podcast that's so unreliable at narration. It's basically a Randy Newman song. My name is Christopher mm. Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Or a Rupert Holmes song. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, before we get to the show, I'd like you to elaborate on that. Are Rupert Holmes songs notoriously unreliable? Are the narrators of Rupert Holmes songs notoriously unreliable? I mean, I would put him up there with Randy Newman as far as, like, writing in that kind of voice where... I mean, you certainly hope that that's not him, right? I guess, okay. Now that we're drilling down, I think the only Rupert Holmes song I'm familiar with is the Pina Colada song. That's Rupert Holmes, right? That's a great song, Chris. I'm not like, saying it's not a great song. You ever listen to that song? Like it's a, it's like a really, I don't know, like kind of comic tragic love story. You know? It's a well-crafted song. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> and it does always seem to me that when the married couple in the song discover that they have both been trying to have an extramarital affair, something bad should happen rather than, oh, it turns out we love each other after all. Because because it's a movie, Chris. Like, it's not real. It's not like, a movie, it's fiction. John. It's a song. It's a, it's a song. Mm, is it, though? <laughs> it's also the exact same premise as the song Babushka by Kate Bush. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I I was never clear on what happens in the song Babushka, except that she just keeps saying Babushka. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know. That's also the same premise as the song Louie Louie, John. Um, that's, that's false. That's false. Come on. <laughs> Come on. This is a serious affair. What, what? Are there other Rupert Holmes songs? Yeah, there's uh, Answering Machine. Okay, haven't heard uh, of it. Oh, uh, oh, that's the Hello him, Mother, Hello there's Father. Terminal, Here I am there's Camper uh, Nodder one. <laughs> sec- second Saxophone. Uh, a lot of great so Special thanks. A lot of great Rupert Holmes these songs. These all definitely Chris. sound as if they... Our national pastime. It's hard to know if these are songs or if you're just saying random things. Um, Partners in Crime. I feel Lunch like... Hour, that's a real good one. Okay. I feel like... That's what, that, that one's about having lunch. I mean... Look, you've, you've, you've piqued my interest. Um, you, okay. Okay. Um, okay. This okay. has gone off the rails immediately. I'm going to bring us back on topic by reminding you, John, mm-hmm. that it's time for our long-running segment. It's always called Hextual Analysis. And oh, we're John, doing this again? In this segment, we've been doing this. we've been doing this for a long time now. 
We're reviewing all of the 16,777,516 hex colors. John, it's my ple- we're almost done. It's my pleasure to introduce you to color FFFF9. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's been yellow for so long, but it's almost white now. Wow. Look at that. Like it. Okay, I can, I can, I can definitely tell the difference between that and the background white. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not one hundred percent white. Like if they weren't very, next to each other, close. it would be difficult. It would, it, like, it would be very difficult. It's like this a, is, it's this like is a cream a, almost. Yeah, it's a very gentle cream. Mm, white. Check out those Hunter Lab Yellow. numbers. Boy, we've been doing this for almost forty thousand years. Never learned what those mean. Um. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, uh, okay. that was that segment. Uh, All right. John, let's get back to the Garfield. Today is Monday, okay. May 23rd, 1983. Today we're reading the eight... Whoa, hey! Oh, it's a big round number. The 1800th Whoa. ever Garfield. Big ol' 1800. I feel like... Do you remember... Big ol'. Do you remember back when hitting a like a, a hundred multiple felt like a huge accomplishment? I, I actually don't. I barely, I barely notice. <laughs> I barely it remember. It. Barely no. No, we made a big deal about episode one hundred. <laughs> that I remember because we did do a. I, I think that was probably where we peaked. That right? was seventeen hundred episodes ago. <laughs> That's a. It's a good place to stop. Is a hundred. It would have been a great place to stop. You know, we did. We 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 I, I, we, we we like made some special music. Mm-hmm. You know, we put a. Would have been put a, some clips in the, the, over it. Great like, place to stop, John. We were like, "Oh, we'll do this every hundred episodes." Never did it again. Would have been a great because we never said yeah. anything new again after that. I don't think. Well, it's just blah blah blah. Intentional stance, hex codes, you know, whatever. I feel, this is all meaningless. Is what is what I'm saying. Just, 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 just to clarify. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could have an argument about that. Um, I mean, where where does meaning reside, John? Let's not mm. let's not go down. Okay, look. Let's let's, no, let's not do that. Let's not do John, that. John, we used to do episode synopses. Then we stopped doing them. Then for some reason we started. Chris, again. In, in this in today's but Garfield, Arlene has stopped. Arlene has. We'll never Arlene. restart. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, Arlene has severe pronunciation troubles. Okay, let's. I should have said pronunciation. That would have been funny. Mm, it weirded me out at first when I arrived in Australia many years ago. Now, John, back in. I don't know when that was. Two thousand two. That was when I went there to live. I went there to visit like, earlier. That's like four decades. Yeah, ago. that they pronounce the word pronunciation as pronunciation. It seems oh, both really? insane and also the obviously correct way to pronounce that word. <laughs> what about enunciation? Do they say enunciation? They say e- enunciation. I don't say evasion. I say avoision. They ca- they the the uh, ladies who live in a nunnery. They call they call nouns. They just any nu- any nun sound goes it becomes nouns. Mm-hmm. Any yeah yeah okay. Uh, okay. Any nun sound like like a hail mary or. I feel like we're just beating around the bush because we can't bring ourselves to talk about this. Well, dumb, no, you can't. I mean, maybe cat. you can't. I, I can. Okay, like, are you excited? You're excited to I'm, talk about the I'm, Garfield, maybe. No, I wouldn't say that. No, um, I feel like there's I a mean, spring in your step, and you're excited. But to I be can hear. well, you know, I'm young. I'm in love. I'm a fully rounded human being. Sometimes I talk about a Garfield. Other times, don't talk about a Garfield. And I, I mm-hmm. have both, both modes. You know. Okay. I mean, um, I feel like young is slightly a stretch, but. <laughs> 
Okay, so three panels. Mm -hmm. Garfield in all three of them, just a to- like an absolute spread, um, dominating today's strip. We- we've got a like a like a yes, that's true. Like a, a real boss, mi- a tasteful mid panel or mid strip showing in the in, in the second panel from Arlene. Mm-hmm. But other than that, this is just wall to wall Garfield and like <laughs> a, a like flanked by like a tasteful landscape, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But like. There's not really much much else going on here, like visually, you know. Here's what I'll say for today's strip, John. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. Here's what I'll say because I, I didn't mean that in, in a bad way. It's just you know. Yeah. No. It's it's stark. Yeah. Here's what I'll say for today's strip. Garfield is outside. Jim Davis has gone to the trouble of making the ground look like grass. He Mm -hmm. took an extra, I would say, probably 15 to 20 seconds per (laughs) panel to not just draw a plain, flat surface as he usually does. It's not AstroTurf. Yeah, and I feel like we should be grateful for that. Yeah. He doesn't usually usually give us grass. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, It it could be an indication that, that this is not John's front yard, like maybe this is somewhere else. What do you think? I mean, it's certainly it's not John's house. It's not the interior of John's house. No, no. I think we're agreed on that. This is not the interior of John's house or likely any house. I think here's what I would say, John. As you know, the current month we are in is May. The theme of this strip and probably the whole week is love and romance. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely appropriate that Garfield's out in the out, out of doors there's green grass growing. You know, it's verdant. There's mm, life. So fucking verdant. <laughs> it, could, it could not be. It could not be verdanter. It's maximally verdant. <laughs> I mean, it could be more verdant. Like there could be a background with some trees or something. But mm. you know, some birds. Mm. But mm. I, I feel like he's done the absolute bare minimum to indicate that. You know, the setting is alive with possibility. That's what I would say. Yeah. Garfield it's is... like... Uh, it's springtime, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's springtime for Garfield and Muncie. Um, <laughs> Garfield is, is center in the first panel. He's kind of in three-quarter profile. Great shot of his protruding belly. Um... Yeah. Sort of sitting up on his haunches. He's indicating to his right or left, um, forefinger, mm-hmm. forefinger extended. And he's thinking, here comes Arlene. She's crazy about me. <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's another Arlene strip. Yeah. It's, it's a little uh, self aggrandizing. <laughs> it is a little bit, yeah. It's. I mean that's in like, character. Oh, oh, it's like oh hey, someone's about to show up. Let me let me center myself. You know. I mean. Yeah, I mean that's not out of character for the, for the cat. Um, no. In panel two, camera pans a little bit to the right because Arlene is passing Garfield from left to right. Uh, it looks like she's walked in front of him, like between him and the camera. But by this point, she's already passed. She's already on our our right, Garfield's left. Mm-hmm. And his head is on a swivel. He's like, you know, 
turned around, tracking her with his closed eyes. Uh, and he's thinking, hi, Arlene. And she is thinking, hi, Bozo. And she's looking straight dead ahead, doesn't give a damn about him. Also, it looks like her feet are directly connected to her body. It doesn't look like she basically has no legs at all. That's kind of fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? She clearly has, like, the, look at that right front thing. That's, that's definitely guess. a There's leg. There's a little bit of leg, but they're very short. Yeah. Arlene is basically, she has the uh, Odie body type. Like, if you take Odie, color him pink, mm-hmm. put a cat head with lipstick on it, that's basically Arlene. Yeah, I think it's there's also something different about the way the neck connects with the body. Like you on think? her, it's yeah, more. So. Um, I don't know. I need uh, to see the two. I, I, side yeah, by, I need John. I need to look at them side by side. John, yeah, have yeah, we ever, yeah. Have we ever seen Arlene and oh, Odie God. together in the same place at the same time? Oh God! Yeah, it makes oh. you think, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. And a little. I mean. Sure. Odie never speak thinks. Uh huh. So Garfield wouldn't know if that's Ooh. Odie's voice. Do you think Arlene is posing as Odie or Odie is posing as Arlene? Hmm. I mean, probably not. No. Okay. Neither. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, fine. Um, They're probably just two different characters. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, it. it you know, ceteris paribus, Chris. Um, as we I, always okay. say at this time, ceteris think- paribus. So I I feel like this is played fairly straight. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think yeah, I don't, I don't think Arlene s- secretly likes Garfield in this comic. Not in, in this not comic. In this episode anyway. Yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, we we agree. She's not playing hard to get in this one. She no, just has no interest no, no, no. in Garfield. But she she does other times, right? I mean, or she does like <laughs> she is depicted as being like actually interested in him she has been in the past no you're definitely right that has definitely already happened so yeah. they would your is your conclusion that they have a tumultuous relationship i think my conclusion is that jim davis uh just like comes up with an idea and mm-hmm. that idea happens to involve uh, a female cat mm-hmm. and so he he uses the only female cat that he's come up with because like it doesn't occur to him to have a second one he couldn't draw a second lady cat no like what would you how would you even tell that it's not arlene what if lady cats are well known are odie in a dress that would be great i would love to see odie in a dress john um in panel three no but you're right and and the thing that at this point in the strip I think bothers me about Arlene as a non-character. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Most of the characters in Garfield are one-dimensional, if that. Like, if they have any dimensions yeah. at all. Many of them are singularities. <laughs> um, <laughs> like That's why they're so hard to, hard to see. You know? Yeah. The thing that I think bothers me about Arlene is that she's basically just a cat version of Liz the veterinarian at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because Liz kind of has the same, same uh, amorphous quality. Mm. I think, like you know, Garfield's into her. Garfield slash John is into Arlene yeah. slash Liz. Mm-hmm. Arlene slash Liz is usually not interested, but then sometimes inexplicably totally interested. And the yeah. reason, it's, it's, like the deep reason behind that, is Jim Davis thought of a joke that involves the lady being interested. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. There's no or, or, or they're already in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah. Um in panel three, Arlene's gone. We return to the previous shot. Garfield is looking at the audience. Looking, I would say, pretty pleased with himself, actually. And thinking, I'm sure she meant to say, hunk. Do you do we think that Garfield believes that? You know, like is the joke that he is deluding himself or that he doesn't care? I think it's the former. I think it's that he's deluded. Like he does. Okay, here's what I would say. He doesn't look embarrassed or taken aback. He doesn't look as if he is desperately trying to resuscitate his ego. He's looking to me as if he was just totally unreceptive to to any sort of rejection singles signals mm-hmm. she was sending. Um, which, whatever, I guess Jim Davis is making Garfield the butt of the joke for that. Yeah. You know, there's something. Um, I always like it when the animals can communicate telepathically with one another, even though they're just thinking. That's fun. Yeah. That's just a fun in-universe kind of you know, it's a, lore it's world a, building. Yeah, yeah. It it, it it's a it, it's a it's a convention mm-hmm. of the medium. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like yeah. that. It's a fun convention. Everybody yeah. loves conventions, yeah, yeah. John. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Remember when we could go to conventions and they didn't get canceled? I do every every year for the rest of our lives. I do. The lockdown never ends. No, I know. We used to go to that that Garfield convention every. Okay. Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, John, okay. you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, a vulgar display of cat power. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit the show website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can do so many things there, John. So many. Now, you can sign up to host the show. You can submit taglines to be randomly selected and read on air. You can uh, send us theme music to be played on air. We'll play any. We don't care how bad it is. If you send us theme music... And it's not racist. Five or six weeks after you send it, we'll notice. <laughs> and then five or six weeks after that, we'll go to the trouble of playing it on air. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.